This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What is up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to Unwinding. How are we doing? How's your week going? I hope you're having a beautiful week. I just feel like I have to say that at the beginning because I genuinely do hope you're having a beautiful week. You know what I'm saying? So let's see. What updates do I have for you? I have a lot going on right now. My life is kind of a little bit of a mess. You know, like I was talking to my mom last night and I was like, you know, we have some family stuff going on and it just like every it's like what's that quote when it rains it pours like everything just happens all at once and I'm feeling overwhelmed and also grateful and also very stressed and anxious and happy it's like I'm feeling so many things because even though there are some really hard things happening in my life right now there are also such beautiful things happening in work and like you know just in my like person like social life and stuff so it's like it's hard right it's hard to balance something that is so tough with like all these beautiful things that are happening so I'm I'm kind of I don't know if struggling is the word but I'm just kind of taking life one day at a time almost like an hour at a time because if not I get a little bit too overwhelmed so that's what's happening over here i'm not trying to make this like a sad intro okay we are just taking life one day at a time like i said so i have a beautiful episode for you today before i get into the episode um i want to remind you guys that my course with manana called weekending is open and we have we're like 75 percent full which is fucking insane as of today today's wednesday september 1st we're like 75 76 percent full um which is crazy and we're so excited we're so grateful and i just wanted to remind you guys if you haven't checked it out if you're interested if you have any questions dm me dm manana um and yeah there's a lot more information on both of our instagrams we both have a highlight called weekending where you can learn a little bit more about what this is but we are really pouring every inch of ourselves into this course and it's happening not this weekend but the next one and i'm so excited because i'm finally gonna meet manana in person even though i feel like i know her already i adore her um she's gonna be coming to miami we're doing the course together we're it's just so exciting and emily's also coming so it's gonna be a beautiful and fun and crazy week next week so i'm very excited about that and i yeah i just wanted to remind you guys of that what else do i have i think that's all i have for you today so oh oh okay so let's talk about this episode so listen i was so fucking pumped when Melissa was like, yeah, I'm down to come on the podcast. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Like truly, I have been following her for, I don't even know how long, I think three years or something. And I adore her YouTube channel. So, okay, sorry, I'm all over the place. Melissa is our beautiful guest today, okay? She is an incredible entrepreneur. She is a beauty and lifestyle YouTuber. She's a content creator on Instagram. She has a beautiful jewel, jewel, I can't speak 
beautiful jewelry brand jewelry that word always fucks me up um beautiful jewelry brand called sunday energy i will link everything below if you don't follow her what are you doing her vlogs are my favorite she's just like she's just one of those people that i'm like if we lived in the same city like i would force you to be my best friend you know what i'm saying like she's so fucking cool she's so down to earth she just you can just tell she's like a beautiful person and you can tell that what you see is what you get you know what i'm saying so if you don't follow her like truly go like i do not miss one of her videos okay that's how dedicated i am in this household so I was so excited for this episode and it's such a good episode so I wanted to give it to you guys. I'm just so fucking annoyed because I lost my audio. So her audio is fine and perfect. My audio you're going to see is not as it's it's you know it's not the quality that I I always provide you guys with, okay? And I'm so sad that that happened, but I didn't want to just like discard this episode and and redo it i wanted to share this conversation that we had because it was so good so it's still listenable you're still gonna love it you're still gonna enjoy it you just know me i'm a perfectionist and i'm so fucking annoyed that i lost my audio i don't know how that happened like this has never happened to me before where i like literally lose a file like i'd always hear people being like oh guys i lost the files i'm like the fuck does that mean like did you just like delete that like i don't know where this went so yeah this never happens because i always upload everything to a drive whatever full of excuses i'm just like sad but that's it we're not we're not gonna dwell on it it's a beautiful episode you guys are gonna laugh it's full of gems and then at the end we go ham on dating which like is my favorite part is so fucking good i need to have her back on i literally already told her that i wanted to have her back on because we had such a good conversation and okay that is it i'm gonna stop rambling so we can get into this beautiful episode with melissa i will tag her everywhere please go follow her go tell her that you listened to the episode if you enjoyed it i know you're gonna enjoy it and just show her some love okay so that is all from me let's get into this episode i'm sorry about my audio i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry please forgive me i love you guys and i will see you next week (laughs) hello hi (laughs) welcome i'm so excited to have you i'm so excited to be on here this is the first time i've been a guest on a podcast i'm so excited i think you're gonna be amazing at it so okay i like to just dive right in and i want to take it back a little bit and i want to hear about like when and why you started your youtube channel like where were you in life why did you start it give me a little background on that so I actually started a blog first. I don't know if people okay. still do blogs, but I was going to college for computer journalism. Okay. And one of my classes was all about like digital journalism. I forgot what the exact term was, but for the entire semester, we had to start a blog. Okay. And I ended up liking it so much that I just kept up with the blog even after the class ended. Um, and then after that, I think YouTube started becoming a thing and my friends kept telling me like, you should try it. Like, it's kind of similar to what you do. Like you can talk about beauty. And I was like, I don't know. I don't want to be on camera. Like, I just want to write about the things that I like because I wanted to be a writer. Mm. But I, I remember giving it a try and it was so hard. And I was like, no, this is not for me. And when is was, this? Like, what, what year is this? This Ish. is like, oh my God. 2010? Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, was, <laughs> I could be wrong, but it was, it was a long time ago. And, okay. but that's, I didn't keep up with it. I would try okay. it every once in a while. And I, I didn't know how to record. I didn't have money to buy really. I think I started with like a camcorder or something crazy. And I tried with my laptop too. And it was just really bad. And it was hard to figure out editing. And I was like, you know what, this is not for me. And then I think like a year later, 
I was like, you know what, let me see if I can keep up with it. And I started kind of liking it. I taught myself the basics of editing on iMovie. And I started to realize that it was a much quicker way to connect with girls because on the blog, people wouldn't really leave comments. So I didn't know what was resonating with people and what wasn't, but on YouTube, people leave comments and they see the videos right away. And I feel like it's a lot easier to connect with someone when you see them on camera or when you hear their voice, like how you do your podcast, like you kind of feel like a sense of their personality. And I feel like I, I realized that quickly. And I was like, you know what, this is what I really like. I I try to keep up with my blog, but I was like, video editing takes so much work. And I found that I had a lot more passion for creating videos. I love that. And so did you start doing, you started makeup, right? You started doing makeup at the beginning makeup and then it like it slowly changed into like vlogs daily vlogs and now- yeah so at first it was just a beauty channel I would mm-hmm. do beauty product reviews do my makeup on camera I really wanted to write for like Allure magazine and like write about all the I wanted to do uh, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 I so wanted to I, do that too so bad I could not get a job in the field to save my life I couldn't even get internships <laughs> that were like beauty related or with magazines that I really wanted. So I was like, you know what? I didn't really let that stop me. I was like, you know what? I'll do my channel. And that way I'm kind of still on the pulse of things, like still trying products. And you kind of have something to show on your resume. Like, this is what I've been working on. Like, even though I'm not working in the field, like I'm still kind of really obsessed with the beauty world. So it started off as just a beauty channel. And I think one day I was like, maybe I'll give vlogging a try and I'll just do like a weekly vlog. And I think I called it like a week in my life. Yeah. And I slowly started really liking that. So I would do like Mm -hmm. a makeup video and then I would do a vlog. And fast forward to today, I don't really do makeup videos anymore. I Now it's like all vlog. Yeah. Yes. I love makeup. I still like literally shop for beauty products every single week. And I really do love it, but I'm not passionate about like, doing my makeup on camera and doing like single product reviews. I think it's because I, I myself like to watch vlogs. Yeah. So I've definitely turned my channel more into like a lifestyle channel and do more vlogging than anything else. It's I just, just feel like it's so not, it's, I, those are my favorite to watch. And I've been watching YouTube, like consuming it for fucking, I don't even know how long, like 15 years, probably. Yeah, I remember what I, I remember watching my first ever beauty video and it was Blair Fowler, like Juicy Star 07. Do you remember? Them, yes. I saw her like what's in my bag video and I was like, what the fuck is this? I want to do this for the rest of my life. Like I just was fascinated. I was like, what? You know, I remember finding that video and I was like, this is, this is incredible. Like, this is amazing. And then I was hooked ever since and always wanted to start a YouTube channel. Always still kind of do, but I just, it is so time consuming, a like so time consuming, and is, also but I think you would really like it. I, I see the I love vlogs like that's what I and I like to do that on my Instagram. I like to do little like daily vlogs, and that's kind of my way of like maybe I'm like slowly tapping into it. You know what I'm saying? But um, that's my favorite thing to watch because I feel like I think for a while, yeah, I was so what was popular and what was resonating was you know, a very perfect image and like everything very curated, everything very, just like very different to how things are now. And I think after a while, we all collectively were like, okay, this is just not real life. You know, like, let's just see like what you're really going through and show me like, I want to see what you're having for breakfast. I want to see you crying. I want to see you doing this, whatever. 
And so now I think it's just what people want to see is just more real shit, you know? And I, and I, I, I love that. Honestly, I think we need way more of that. I know. And I feel like there's something about just watching someone do the most regular things, like <laughs> right? <their> bed, <laughs> clean, eat their food. Like, I, I don't know why that's so exciting to watch, but I'd rather watch that than watch a makeup video. Yeah. Okay. Like I, and then when I do watch makeup videos, I like to watch the ones where they're not even telling me techniques. Like I just want to hear them tell stories or something. Like get ready with me. But as I'm telling you about my horrible date that I had last night. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. Same. I couldn't agree more. Um, what's your, what would you say like your favorite platform right now? You know what? I, I feel like I haven't been keeping up with my channel too much lately because I I launched a jewelry business like two years ago. And this year it's been, taking up a lot more of my time. So I feel like I've been spending a little bit more time on Instagram and I've tried to be more present on stories, but for sure, I, for some reason, find it easier to create long form content on YouTube Mm -hmm. as opposed to little 15, 30 second, 60 second videos for like reels or TikTok. Right. And I love watching TikToks. I'm obsessed. It's like my favorite thing to actually watch right now. Mm. But for some reason, I think because I've done YouTube for so long and I've been doing like 10 15 30 minute videos for so long that out now I it's kind of hard for me to process sometimes like how do I condense that into a minute how do I make it 15 seconds it's hard it's hard it's really hard yeah I totally hear you what would you say to somebody who wants to start a channel like you know how people say like it's so saturated it's so saturated it's so saturated which like I I understand why people say that yes it's crowded as fuck Instagram is crowded too TikTok Mm -hmm. is crowded too like they're all crowded I don't like when people say that necessarily because I'm like, I don't know. I think like, I'm not saying it'll be easy and I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight, but I think like if you're drawn to something that there's a reason, right. But I don't know. What would you say to somebody who feels like they want to do something or start on Instagram, start on YouTube, whatever, but they're just intimidated by the amount of voices that there already are. I think it's exactly what you said. If you're drawn to something, you just have to keep going in that direction. Yeah. And like you said, it is super saturated, but then again, so is every field everything. Why would you let that stop you from trying something? And I feel like if you really want to try it, it's hard to grow and it's hard to make it like your full-time career. However, if it's something that you're passionate about, who cares? Like just do it out of the enjoyment and out of the thrill of being creative and getting to create. Like sometimes I sit back and I'm like, I really create like these little movie episodes. You do. I'm not a director or like any crazy kind of editor because my stuff is so simple. Yeah, but but that's why people that's why people like like it. Yeah. And I'm like proud of it. I'm like, wow, like I'm over here like editing pieces of my life (laughs) and it's really cool to look back on. Yeah. I would say yes, totally go for it. And don't think that you have to get a crazy setup. Like just start with some natural lighting, maybe a little ring. Like you can get a cheap one on Amazon. The iPhones are really great now. Like every time yeah. when your iPhone comes out, the camera quality gets better. Or if you really do want a camera, get like a simple point and shoot camera to record on and yeah. just start. There's literally nothing. Everyone wants like a secret formula, but literally you don't get better and you don't figure out what it is that you like until you actually start recording because some people are like, but how do I figure out what I should be filming? Just mm-hmm. start filming, like either start doing a vlog or start doing your makeup on camera or start doing your hair on camera or start doing reviews. And then as you go along and you try different things, you're like, you know what? I kind of like doing this better, which is what happened to me. It's like, I started off with makeup and then I'm like, you know what? I kind of like vlogging a little bit more. And I kind of like yeah. doing my vlogs this style. And I, 
you know, so that's the only way you're ever going to figure out what works for you and what you really like to do. Totally. Yeah. You wouldn't know that you liked vlogging unless you actually did makeup for a very long time. And was like, you know what? No, this isn't my thing. I was going to ask you like, what, as somebody who's been on YouTube for a while, what, what's like the biggest change you've felt from when you started versus now? I feel like things have, I feel like it was so simple when I first started and it was literally just you sitting in front of a camera, like in your bedroom, like doing what's in my bag, doing your makeup. Yeah. I love and that. everything has definitely gotten a lot crazier. Like there's so much more drama now. Mm. And even though people say like, Oh, I'm so over these like problematic YouTubers. Yeah. Like the clickbait and everything. Yeah. Yeah. But that's who they end up supporting anyways. Like those are the people that they, because it's like, you want to know like, Oh my God, what happened? So you end up supporting the problematic, like crazy people. And I've definitely seen like so many more family channels pop up to like a crazy amount. Like I feel like sometimes people are like having babies just to have have a family channel. Let me just get pregnant. So for the content, yeah, like they start off with their boyfriend or girlfriend, and then they're like, like "We're pregnant, like we're having a baby." I'm sure I'm Bro. for a lot of people, a lot of people genuinely want a baby, what? but yeah, I think that is like a fine line for me. I don't know if I would. I I know I wouldn't ever do a family channel, and when I whenever I do have a baby, it's not going to be like a YouTube baby. <laughs> YouTube baby. Like the fact that that's even a thing, a YouTube yeah. baby, an Instagram baby, like it's fucking crazy. Um, I wanted to ask you, what is something that you wish people knew about this? And by this, I mean, working for yourself, working by yourself, being an entrepreneur, having a YouTube channel, sharing your life online, like having a business, like it's a lot. And I think it's so easy for people to see the final product, right? They see your jewelry line, they see you killing it right now. But it's like, you don't see anything that's happened before you don't see any sacrifices you don't see. So it's very easy for people to, I think, make assumptions, you know, and it's not their fault, obviously. But what is something or a few things that you wish people knew about this, maybe good, bad, whatever. Mm -hmm. I think people assume that if I like if they go and work for themselves, and they do something like YouTube or Instagram, that it's just easy and you're just sitting around every day and you're just like putting on makeup and having fun, but it's actually so hard. And this is why I say like, if you really do want to try it, just try it because you don't know how hard it actually is to not have a stable income, not rely on that check like every week or every two weeks. It's not like that at all. You have to, you quickly learn that you have to save a lot in advance. Even when you land campaigns with brands, they don't pay you like, oh, you, you, you yeah. submitted the campaign. You don't get yeah. paid as soon as you submit it. Like <laughs> it's contracts that say like you'll get paid 30, 60, sometimes 90 days after. And, you know, which is so bizarre that. to me. I don't understand. So yeah. crazy because like, <laughs> the weird thing about working with brands is that they hit you up like so last minute, like, hey, we have a really tight deadline. We need this done by next week. Now, but I won't pay you until Christmas. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> you, you want it now in August, but you're not going to maybe see a paycheck till December. Um, <laughs> so they, yeah, so that's something that I feel like people should know going into it. Like if you want a reliable paycheck and reliable hours, this is not the field. If you're passionate about it, you're going to figure it out and you're going to, like balance everything and save and prioritize. But if you're someone that really wants, like, listen, I need to know where my money's coming in every month. 
then you might want to start off with having something part-time or having a full-time job and then just doing YouTube or social media for fun. Um, It's so, so much work and you're actually juggling so many hats, like so many different Mm -hmm. jobs because I'm the editor, I'm the director, I'm the talent. (laughs) Um, Have you seen that? Have you seen that TikTok that is like, hi, I'm like, it's like the same girl and every yes. other clip she's like she's like behind the you know like steaming the clothes and then she's on the computer she's like I'm the accountant I'm the yeah. stylist I'm the makeup artist I'm the photographer it's a fucking crazy literally it's crazy every person and like if you were to go work for a brand they would have a separate person or separate department for all of these criteria everything. that I'm naming but then everything when you work for yourself you are everything And then when I decided to add a jewelry line on top of everything, now I become a brand owner. I become the photographer. I become like the marketing person. It's it the 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 packing person, the customer service. Like it's insane, (laughs) and it's and it's very mentally draining because when this is like the number one thing I would say is that when you decide to put yourself online, whether you're sharing a little bit or you're sharing a ton, people all of a sudden think they have a right to you as a person and to say anything to you and to ask you anything. Mm-hmm. And it, it either makes you build really tough skin or it, you just like back away from it because it is a lot mentally to deal with. I was going to ask you how, like what you, what, what you think a good YouTuber is right now. And I know that question is kind of weird, but I wanted to ask you that because I think you do such a good job of storytelling and what I mean by that is we're all ultimately storytelling I'm telling a story on the podcast on your on stories you're telling stories on your blogs what we're always telling a story right and I think when people fall in love with you it's when they feel part of that story they feel invested in your life they feel like you're including them in your life even if you're just showing 10% of it if you're doing a good job of just sharing that 10% they feel like they're a part of your life and I think that's when people fall in love with you they want to keep up they want to support you whatever it is right But I also feel like then it can get tricky because it's like you share things and maybe you stop sharing things. And then people are like, why'd you stop sharing that? Mm -hmm. What's happening now? What? uh, uh," And it's like, where do you draw that line of like sharing your life, but then also not, you know, that's, it's, it's tough. Like, how do you, I don't know. How do you navigate that? That's probably been like the biggest question that I've been asking myself for the past like year or two, because if you would have asked me a few years ago, what's a good YouTuber, my answer would be totally different than what I would say right now. Like what back would it be? then, back then, I literally used to say like, I do belong to you guys. Like, I'm here to just wow. share everything. And I'm super transparent. And I would share so many details about my life. And um, I do feel like that is a strength to be so vulnerable. Mm-hmm. It actually takes a lot more strength than to just, oh my gosh, yeah. Oh, I'm strong. I nothing gets to me like it. It's, I feel like there's something really special when people can be vulnerable and it comes at a price sometimes because everyone's going to have a different opinion on you and your situations. But now, excuse me, let me drink a little water. (laughs) (laughs) Now I, for the past year, I've been really figuring out like, okay, what's going to be a better balance for me that I feel Mm -hmm. like I don't feel mentally drained every day, but that I still feel like I'm sharing connected my life. Yeah. Yeah. And I decided to, I'm always super honest and transparent, but I decided not to share so much of the heavy stuff at this moment when really crazy things happen or even like really like big moments that are happy. I don't share everything all the time anymore just because I kind of want to protect that and keep a little bit for myself and keep a little yeah. bit 
for like me and my boyfriend or me and my family, like not have to share everything all the time. Um, and that's been feeling a lot better because I feel like I'm still Good. blocking certain things, but the things that I want to keep private and close to my heart, I'm protecting that a little bit more right now. And maybe that might change. Maybe I'll feel like, oh, I want to share a little bit more about this next month. And I kind of just take it as it is like you, you're a human being. So if one month you don't feel like sharing too much, that is totally fine because we don't belong to anyone and we don't, I know. you know, I you know. don't owe anyone everything. Um, and sometimes people find that difficult online. And I get it, especially like you said, when you go from sharing so much and people are like, wait, what, what happened? Like you used to upload so much or you used to yeah. say this and that, but I just feel like have a little, like give people a little grace to go through. hundred percent. I just, I could never imagine commenting on someone's video or someone's picture and being like, so what happened with your boyfriend? Where, where is he? Like, could you imagine? Like, were you raised in a barn? I don't understand. Like, I don't understand. Like, and I, I get it. People feel invested, but I yeah. think there's a difference. Like there has to be like, if I'm not saying something, it's a, it's for a reason. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. I think also it's like, yeah, in a way you signed up for sharing a lot. Right. But you're also like human. It's, 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 it's crazy to me that you're expected to explain yourself to everybody all the time. Like I just can't, I think people, people need to relax. Like we all need to relax a little bit, you know? Yeah. I also wanted, I also wanted to ask you like working in social media, working with YouTube, Instagram, et cetera. It's so tied to numbers, whether it's your follower count, whether it's your insights, whether whatever it may be, unfortunately. Right. How do you not let that get to you sometimes? I think it's hard because in any field or any situation, you're always going to compare yourself right. to friends, um, like what they have going on in life. Like some people are getting married, some people are having kids, some people are getting engaged and you can yeah. like start comparing yourself. And then the same thing with social media, like you'll see people, maybe you started at the same time as someone else and they're growing so much and you see people working with certain brands and you're like, oh, I'm not growing or I'm not working with this brand or whatever. And I try to... First of all, I always, when I see stuff like that, I always like kind of want to send like a, a something positive to them. Like, I'm so happy for this person. Like you, yeah. always, I feel like energy is really strong. And whenever so you make a comment, like, oh, why is that ha not happening for me? Like you kind of let the universe know that you're unhappy. And like, I kind of could keep sending you that same kind of energy, but I always just try to like, look at it from a positive point like I'm so happy that's happening for this person because that means it could happen for me or mm -hmm. other opportunities could happen for me um I kind of just try to focus on what I'm doing like okay what what can I amp up like what can I work on to grow this or how can I improve my video quality like maybe I can buy some new transitions or try some new music or you know like little things like that and I always remind myself that people are only showing the best parts and moments of themselves on social media yeah. they're not going to constantly share like I lost this campaign it didn't work out right or right. you know like they're not going to share all of that all the time even though sometimes people will share little moments for the most part you're going to share the positive moments so just because you see someone doing really well doesn't mean that's the case all the time and also they probably deserve it like I'm sure they worked really hard to get to where they are and I just feel like everyone has a path in life and you just have to be confident that whatever path you're going on, things are going to work out for you.
Yeah, I love that. That's such a good mindset to have, especially in this industry. And I feel like I've always just believed that whether it's with business, friendships, dating, whatever it is, I feel like what is meant for me, what's meant for you, like, I can't take that from you, you can't take that from Mm -hmm. me, right? You know, that's what I just feel. And I think that when, when I started to really trust that a little bit more and not get frustrated with myself, I became happier because I was like, oh, that sucks. I didn't get that. That wasn't for me. Like, if it wasn't for me, I don't, I don't want it. Like, why do you want something that's not that you have to force? Like, why do you want, you know? So I love that mentality. And I think that I I have this rule for myself too, where it's like, okay, you want to compare yourself to this person? Then you better know every fucking detail about their life. If you're going to sit here and compare. That's good. Then, yeah. Then you better know everything. Cause if not, then you're comparing to what the photos that you're seeing to a 10 minute blog. Like that's not, that's, that's not accurate. Like, sure. You can sit there and compare, but like, you don't know that's you're comparing yourself to 10 minutes of your life, which is not accurate. So if you're going to sit there and compare, you better know all the facts. Right. And And also, yeah. And also don't let numbers determine how successful you think you're going to be. Because I personally have like compared to a lot of YouTubers, like my subscriber amount is low. And my followers on Instagram, it, like, I'm not going to say low because to some people, maybe it's like, oh my God, that's so big. But like, I have I like get what you're subscribers. And then on Instagram, I have like 49,000 followers. And I consistently land campaigns with top brands. I consistently get offers. I consistently do well with my business so that it just goes to show that it's not about numbers because brands don't just look at numbers. They look at engagement, that the kind of content you're creating and the quality of it and how frequently you're uploading. And a lot of brands also want to work with nano and micro influencers because their followers trust them a lot more than, than people who have like millions of subscribers. I don't, I don't trust people. I have millions of subscribers anymore. Like it's, it's, I mean, there are a few, few bloggers that I'm like, okay, I know she'll never lie to me. You know, like that's, uh-huh. I, I know it's, I know it's going to be okay. But for the most part, like, yeah, you start to get iffy about it. And it's, 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 I think brands right now worry more about what kind of relationship do you have? Like mm-hmm. do the people that are the people that are, are the people following you? Like, do they care what you have to say? Do you like, do you have a, a relationship with them? Do you communicate with them? Do you engage with them? Like, I think that's what they care about. Right. Cause ultimately if your audience trusts you, it's gonna be better for everybody involved. So yes. I love, I love that advice to not focus so much on the numbers and to not compare ultimately, because we all, we all have our own path. Um, mm-hmm. I want to shift gears a little bit from social media and YouTube. So I'm on this like road to self-love, self-acceptance, depending on the day we, we, we teeter between the two. Uh Um, And I love, I love to hear about people's like journeys with that. So I don't know what has your road with that looked like as of late. Oh my gosh. I feel like I was on that road maybe last year where I was like, I really (laughs) focus on myself and like really love myself and do things that I enjoy. And when I started that journey, that was my main thing. I was like, I'm just going to do whatever makes me happy. Like I'm going to try new things. I'm going to be social. I'm going to go out, which was a little difficult because we were in quarantine, but everyone kind of made it work like with picnics and little outside situations. And you know, now the world is opening up a lot more, but I feel like to me, self-love is taking that time for yourself. Like I love a little alone me time and just doing something that I enjoy, whether it's like 
doing a mask and really taking my time on my skincare and doing little treatments at home or like watching yeah. like a guilty pleasure show. Like I love watching the housewives oh, so like tonight, it's Friday night. And I'm like, that's what I want to do. Yeah. I like shower, take my makeup off, put on a bunch of skincare and watch the housewives. That's all I want to do. Um, and yeah, I just feel like it's taking time to, love yourself and like say those affirmations by yourself. Like I write in this gratitude journal, I think it's called the five minute journal. I love and it. I write so things down that I'm grateful for every single morning and every single night. And it really does make a big difference. Like you think like, yeah. what is writing this down going to do? But it puts you in a good mood because it reminds you of all of the good you do have going on in your life. Right. It's so easy to focus on what we don't have. It's so easy to focus on the things that we're missing, the things we want more of. And I feel like we're so, I always say this, but like, we're so greedy and it's okay, right? We live in this society where it's like, we want to work and we want more. And I love that. I, I, I love that we're so ambitious, but I think we're also so greedy and it's always about like, what's next and what's next and what's coming and Okay, I got this and I want that, right? And it's like, I had to also sit with myself a few years ago and be like, whoa, like I'm always planning and planning and planning. And what about like right now? Like there's so many things that we all, I said this in a, in a previous episode where it's like, there's probably things around you right now that you were once like, fuck, like I want that so bad. I I'm praying for this. I want this. Even if it's little for me, it's all about the little things, you know? And I think we all can take more time to be like a little more present. And I think it's hard. And I don't think social media helps with that, but I think that my definition of self-love is, 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 is pretty similar to yours. And I got a few questions when I asked, when I told my audience that you were coming on and a few people said they loved your breakup videos and someone <laughs> said, like the breakup advice. And she was like, I'm going through, I'm going through a breakup right now. How do I start like trusting my intuition with dating new people and putting myself out there and not being scared? Um, and I haven't been through a breakup in a while. So I'm, I'm giving the floor to you in this one. Okay. I feel like for a little while, I'm like a little dating expert on my channel. <laughs> I know. I, I love your, um, the DM one. I fucking died. Like when you're reading the DM. Oh my God. That was time in my life. So good. I thought was it was so, so funny. Um, I like going through a breakup is so hard because it feels like you've lost someone, but they're still there. Like, you know, like you're yeah. mourning the loss of someone who's not in your life anymore. And the loss of this time that you spent so much with a person. When I went through my breakup, I felt like I didn't even know who I was without that other person. And that's what I decided I was going to focus on. First of all, therapy is life-changing. I started going to a therapist and it helped me so much mm -hmm. with vocalizing how I felt and she helped me really speak up to people in my life because I yeah. kind of a people pleaser so sometimes I'll like lower my voice because I don't want to hurt someone's feelings and like by lower I don't mean like the how loud it sounds but like I just kind of <laughs> no, get, yeah. how I yeah. feel because I don't want to hurt anyone and um I feel like if I hadn't seen a therapist it would have taken me so much longer to get over things and to really heal from what I felt was like pretty traumatic. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like once you like are in that healing journey with yourself after a breakup, it's time to be selfish and just have fun. 
Like you don't have to worry about so far in the future, like, oh my God, who am I going to marry or who am I going to go on a date with? I say have fun. And when I say be selfish, like when I started dating, you know how like when you're going to go on a date that with like a guy you like or whatever, and you're like, oh my God, I hope he likes me. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I would never say that. I would always be like, I hope I like them. I like him. Yeah. Yeah. I like, yeah. I hope I like him. Um, I don't really care what this person thinks of me, but I'm going to be myself. And it, I felt so free because I was being a hundred percent myself. And yeah. I wasn't, because I said, I hope I like him. I wasn't worried about impressing a person and not in a bad, because you know, impressing a person doesn't have to be a bad thing because, you know, you always want to put your best foot forward, but yeah. I feel like I was changing myself and already doing compromises just so that another human being would like me. Instead, right. I was just having fun and I didn't feel that pressure of, again, like trying to impress someone. And that helped me so much. And I hope like a lot of girls and a lot of women out there and even guys, like they start doing that. It boosts your confidence so much when you start asking yourself, like, do what I like do you want? Person? And you know, when you find someone cute also that you don't see the red flags and you're just like, oh, he's so cute. Like, I hope I, I hope he likes me or whatever. <laughs> sit with yourself and put looks aside and you're like, wait, do I like this person? Like, what yeah. do I like about them? That helps you a lot too. Cause then you realize like, oh my God, like I don't actually like this person. I just like to look at them. <laughs> I, I, so funny you say that this, I'm feeling identified in this conversation. Have you seen, have you, have you seen a meme that is like, it says the therapist is like, wait, like, didn't you see the red flags? And the person is like, I thought it was a carnival. And that's literally the story of my life. But I think that one of the biggest um, shifts that I did in dating, and that's why I'm having a lot more fun dating right now. I never really let myself date because I don't know. I just, I went through a lot in my twenties. I'm 28, but I went through a lot of my mid twenties and I just didn't feel like, I mean, I would have fun here and there, you know, but I, I was like, I, I don't really love myself. I don't want to drive someone through the mud with me. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, I was just like, I feel like I need to like figure some shit out before I kind of invite someone into my life. And I was terrified of, of, being vulnerable, which is still something I, I, I work on, which is funny, right? When I say that, because if you listen to my podcast, like I share a lot, I share a lot about my life. I share a lot about deep things. I open up. I love, I, I feel like with certain things, I'm very, com I'm, oh, I'm overshare with certain things, but then sometimes I don't know in intimate settings. And when I like a person it's, I get terrified. I, it's, it's so hard. And that's what I'm working on right now. But one of the biggest shifts that I made with dating was stop putting people on fucking pedestals yes before a they've even deserved it mm -hmm. or b i don't think anyone should be put on a pedestal like it, it just because it, yeah. then then they can do no wrong and then when they do do a wrong you're like oh my god like shattered and it's like well no shit you're gonna be shattered like you're just you're thinking yeah. they're perfect right mm -hmm choosing not to see the flaws before and then all of a sudden they hurt you and you're like wait yeah exactly Exactly. And then you're just like, so caught off guard and no, like, it's just no. And, and I also said to myself, like, I've always been so concerned, like, Oh my God, I hope they like me. I hope I look pretty. Like, do you think they think I was pretty? Do you think I was, was like, do you think they think I'm smart? Like all these things. And it's like, what? Yeah. Like, I want to touch on that. Cause I have so many thoughts. Tell me. It's just, <laughs> wait, well, Oh my God. I lost my train of thought. I was going to say something about how you were saying that yeah, that, that was my biggest, 
that was my biggest concern for so long. And it would have saved me so much heartache, honestly. And just like nitpicking myself to death. Okay. (laughs) I remember what I wanted to say. I was like, oh, I don't want to forget it. So I feel like one of the things that people don't really talk about when they go through a breakup is, you know, at first you're, everyone always talks about like, how am I supposed to trust another person again? And what a lot of people don't talk about, which I didn't hear people talk about was how am I going to trust myself again? Because you, you start thinking about all the things that were wrong in the past relationship and you're like, Oh my God, like, how did I let that? that. Yeah. Well, all of a sudden you're, you don't even know how to trust yourself again when you meet someone else. So that's why one of the things that helped was saying, I hope I like them and sitting Mm -hmm. down and saying like, what do I like about this person? Because it starts putting you first again. And that's how you kind of work your intuition back up and you start to trust your intuition when like you, you like, get the control back. Yes. And you start to really be aware of everything a person brings to the table and not be blinded by all the cutesy stuff they're doing at first and how cute they look and the dates you're going on. Do you think that also has to do with the person, like the other person, like they're going to, depending on that person, they could either make you really feel like it's easy to trust yourself with them. Does that make sense? Or like, depending yeah. on them, you could be like, Oh, like, uh, like, I don't know. And then you're kind of trying to really sit back and be like, okay, what do I like about them? But I think maybe, do you think the right person or the right person air quotes uh-huh. won't make you have to come home and reflect and like, you know, make a pros and cons list is what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say. I think that, like you said, kind of like the right person you'll know it. I think this is when you really have to listen to your gut instincts, because if you're having terrible feelings and you're like, Oh, I'm so conflicted. There's something off there. I feel like women were so intuitive and sometimes we don't listen to it because maybe we've been gaslighted in a past relationship Mm -hmm. because you know, when you just have a gut instinct about something and you're like, Oh my God, you're crazy. It's all in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like (sighs) listen to that gut instinct. And it's hard to trust it sometimes because we don't have like proof in front of us, but listen to those instincts that tell you like something is off even Sometimes and you your, your, your feelings your feelings are proof enough honestly your feelings are totally proof enough and they're valid and you don't need to have this full like um like t- like excuse to the person like you don't owe anyone anything especially when you're just totally. like, starting to date and yeah and maybe and even the right person might make you feel like oh is like is uh, like a little conflicted because you're just like maybe scared to get in a new relationship but trust me, like you'll know when it's right and you won't have so many questions. And then another thing I want to talk about when dating is, you know, like when they always say like nice guys finish last. Yeah. There's, that's another thing I feel like we should pay attention because sometimes we, we get this like really nice guy that comes into our life and you're just like, oh, like in the back of your head, you might have been used to a little bit more of a toxic situation and toxic doesn't always mean like something so terrible like violent or right anything like that. it could just be toxic in other ways where maybe you like games and, and games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like yeah there's always like a game being played like who's gonna yeah. call who first and stuff like yeah. that and all of a sudden uh, you, get, <laughs> you get something one really nice that walks to your life and sometimes you turn the nice guy down and it's the same guy that you see like dating your friends or people that you know and you're like damn why can't I get like somebody really nice like that yeah you probably have and you've turned them down because you're so used to the game I feel feel like I'm talked right now (laughs) so I feel like a dating guru right now maybe I should start a dating channel (laughs) 
you should you should start a dating podcast honestly you'd be so good at it by the oh way my take God. my advice at your own risk like I am not <laughs> <laughs> you know that other meme everything I refer to are memes but they're just so good you know that one that is like you know at the end of the advice you're just like but I don't know like but just in know. case like just in case their life goes up in flames that's like- me right now but I don't know do you <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. So I love all of that. And it's so accurate. And right now I'm, I'm going to hit you up for my dating questions. So I'm yeah. like having a, I'm having a little fun dating right now, which it's the first time I'm letting myself actually date and have fun. And like, and it should be so fun. That's the thing. And this is the thing. This is something that's been really hard for me is receiving like, and what I mean by that is I'm, I love to give like one of my love languages is like the way that I show people love is like, I love to give them things, but I hate people giving me shit. Like I can't stand it. I don't like it at all. I I love, that's like, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I do love to receive too. That's because that's my love language. So that's how I show it back. But I, I know exactly what you mean, how you're saying, like you're having trouble with that and you do need to allow someone to do for you and take it. I know. And I'm just, I've never let that. What? And what happens is that when you first start dating, you know, like, you're just being shy, like, no, it's okay. You don't have to do yeah. that. But then when you're in the relationship long-term, you're like, you never do anything nice for me. Yeah. It's like They try to do all those nice things for you at the beginning. Yeah. And you probably kept like shutting it down. Cause you're like, no, 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 it's too much. It's too much. I'm not like that anymore. I feel like I used to be like that. And I'm not like that anymore. I'm like, if you want to do that for me, like, Spoil thank me. you. Yeah. And I just yeah. accept it. And I thank the person. Yeah. And I'm also very I giving. Know. So I allow. That's the thing. I it's like, yeah I I I feel like I'm so good at giving and giving and I love giving people things and 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 my way of feeling loved is more like words like tell me I'm the best thing to ever walk this work this earth you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. something like words that affirmation <laughs> yeah words <laughs> of affirmation and but so right now I'm talking to a few men because I'm just keeping the roster open like I'm single I'm just you like, need a ro- I you know 100% believe you do need a roster and good for right? you and the reason why I'm doing a roster right now is because earlier this year, I really, really liked a guy and I was only talking to one guy and it was just him. And again, I thought I was at a fucking carnival. I didn't see any of the red, red flags, no pink, flag, nothing, nothing. <laughs> and I think it also has to do with when you're only focusing on one person at the beginning, like if you're just dating around, you're single, like you don't even like, there's nothing established. Like don't put all your eggs in one basket. Like, especially yes. if you're kind of like me who listen, I'm a Scorpio moon. Like I'm an intense bitch. I get attached easily when I like someone, you know? So I was talking to a friend after him and he was, she was like, diversify, like, just don't talk to just one guy. So that you're also like, I like this. I don't like that. I want to be treated. I accept this. I don't accept that, you know, especially because sorry, right? No, no, you're fine. I love it. We're like, (laughs) I I wish we had like a bottle of wine right now. It's too early, but it's like, I, I haven't dated. So it's like, this is all very new, you know? And so I also, it's like, I think when you're new to this and like you get a little bit of attention from someone you like, he's, he's handsome, this and that, you're like, <gasps> like, it's like, yeah. it's like, okay, I can't, I can't let this go. Right. But it's like, no, that's like a scarcity mindset. And I think that's where yeah. we fuck up, you know? I think that when you're just dating one person, you're giving too much attention to that one person and then yeah. you're relying they on feel it too like yes. they feel it they do and they're relying yeah. on you're relying on just getting that good feeling from them but yeah. if you're if like you said if you're just dating around like you're not tied down to anyone and you're just talking to multiple people all of a sudden when you're t- dating multiple people 
you're able to see like, oh, wow, like one, the guy that you probably thought like was so great. And then you have another guy actually treating you so well and showing up and, you know, being able to like emotionally fulfill you and like being able to carry a conversation. All of a sudden you're like, wait, this other guy cannot even like say a full sentence to me. And yeah, I was like head over heels for him. And all of a sudden other guys that are giving me a lot more, it helps you to see what it is that you do want in a relationship, what it is that you Mm -hmm. don't and who would be a good match for you. Exactly. Exactly. So I'll keep you updated on my um, endeavors. I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> you know um, everything you do now. <laughs> I've been I've been taking people along on my stories, and this is where I get fucking like a little bit confused because I want to share everything because I just it's so funny and it's so fun and people love it. And recently, I went to DC to visit one of these guys, and. And I was sharing all of it on stories. And then I was like, okay, like, I feel like this is going to bite me in the ass. Like either one of them is going to find me. Cause I don't tell God, I don't like guys see my page. Cause I, I just, I just don't, I just, I share too much, you know, like, unless yeah. they're, unless we're, unless we're dating, then you're allowed. But if not, your ass is blocked. I don't want you listening to my podcast. I don't want you watching my stories. Nothing. Uh-huh. Just, I, I share too much. You don't need to be, you don't need to know that much right now. Yeah, you know what exactly. I'm saying? It gives them like a head, a head a leg up. Yeah, I can't. They can do I can't. All this research on you. Right, right. And so, and one of them, one of the guys I'm talking to doesn't have social media at all. And I'm like, you are a blessing from God. Like that is exactly what I need. You know, it's perfect. But so that's where I get a little bit of like, I want to share so much and people love hearing about it, but then I'm also like, okay, I need to like calm down. So anyway, okay. Let me see what other questions people ask. And I know I have to let you go soon, even though I could talk to you for hours. I could talk um, to you uh okay we did the breakup okay I guess one of the other questions people ask a lot was confidence and that's something that I talk about a lot here on on here too and I think it's just what would you say to somebody who's trying to cultivate more confidence in themselves and I think we kind of touched on it with self-love but um I don't know what do you think it's a mindset do you think there are certain things that have helped you feel more confident lately what would you say I think it's a little bit of both I this sounds so corny but when I was on my self-love journey and like really trying to build my confidence back up, I would just like, I would hype myself up I love and that. I would just tell myself like, you have, wow, like you're amazing. Like you have so you're much. You're the to baddest bitch. Yeah. You're the baddest <laughs> bitch here. Look at, look at how much you have to offer. Like look how smart you are. Look how kind you are to the people around you. Like look at how hard you work. Like you literally work day and night and like you've built a career for yourself. Like I just hype myself yeah. up yeah, even dude. when I don't feel my best. And I, I'll look in the mirror and I'll be like, damn, I look good today. Like, like you, yeah. I feel like you we, have to, we have to do yes. that. We have because do you that. cannot rely on only getting that feedback when no. you have a partner. Yeah. You have to no, you can't that with you by can't. yourself. Yeah. You know, you know what, what you know, know what you might like? Oh no, go Tell ahead. Me. No, I feel like a book you might like, <laughs> a book you might, oh my God, if me and you ever meet a person, we're just going to talk all day. I know. <laughs> A book you might like, you might have even read it already. It's called Why Men Love Bitches. I have it. I'll get it. You I would love, love it, especially right now that you're on your dating journey. Oh my it, gosh. Okay. It's basically. Should we start a it, dating podcast? Yeah, we, we need to. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it's all I talk about now, but it's basically <laughs> the idea that men are attracted to these women that are, are so confident that they don't even need the guys. And all of a sudden, when you're like having plans and you're not always so available for them, they want you even more. That's true. It's like, it's true though. But you know what? You know what? 
I love it. I love what you said about hyping yourself up and we need to do that, especially when we don't feel good. Mm-hmm. Like I think people people forget and by people I mean me. I have I have a morning routine. I have little things that I do to keep myself feeling good, right? Um and sometimes when I'm feeling good, I forget to do it because I'm like, oh, I'm good, right? But you have yes. to do these things every fucking day. Like it's not a, it's not an, there's no end game with self-love. And I think that's something I had to learn. Like, you're not just going to wake up one day and be like, okay, I'm good. I'm perfect. Like never have to affirm myself again. Mm-hmm. It's like, these are things that I, I work on myself all every, like, I don't want to say every single day, but like I do things for myself all the time because I want to, you know, I want to feel good and I want to show up better for everybody. But something that really annoys me about society in general is like they want especially to us women like it's like be confident love yourself and then you start to be confident and love yourself and like no 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 not that much like calm yeah. down calm down like, yeah, now like you're bring it down a notch you're too full of yourself like shut the fuck up like yeah it's, there's it's, no it's, winning you and no the thing is that you have to remember is that you cannot please everyone so yeah. if you know in your heart that you're a good person be as confident as you want to be if you're kind yeah. and like confidence does not mean cocky. There's a difference. So don't totally, worry about totally. how it's going to come across to someone else. Because I used to dim myself a lot because I Same. don't want to think like, oh, she's so full of herself. And now yeah. like, I'm sorry, but the older I get, like I'm so much more confident. I know yeah. what I bring to the table. I know I have a really good heart. So I'm not going to allow society or anyone around me to bring that down just because maybe they're not feeling as confident. Right. Cause that, cause it'll intimidate you. Like that's your problem. Like yeah. that's their, they're projecting. I think it's I'm still fair. working. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm still working on that of like, and again, it's a process. Like every day I'm it's not a process. confident. Yeah. And that's the yeah. thing too. Like on the days that you don't feel so great, give yourself a little grace because yeah. like for me, Sorry. I always feel the worst when I'm about to get my period. Cause that's when I get yeah. like super bloated and I, I don't feel good. And I, every time that happens, you kind of forget like, oh, it's because I'm getting my period. So when I do remember, yeah. I'm like, it's okay. In a few days, you're going to feel the same. Like, you're going to feel good again. You could you imagine if men, that. if men had a period, like they could oh, never. For, there would be, <laughs> they would have it. They would have like laws that they get to stay home from work, like <laughs> panty liners and tampons. Oh, no, they would free. get delivered, like, delivered to their house. Like it would be package. delivered to them. They would have yeah. like a mandatory spa appointment. Like they, it would <laughs> It would just, yeah, they would be like, you guys would never understand. Like so some men think like, it's nothing. like they can just keep going, but they don't know how no, bro. And Cause it's not just a one day thing. It's like sometimes a no. couple weeks out of the month yeah, you're like not feeling so great. And you're we get like one, we get like one week a month where we're at our prime. Like it's, it's yeah. not fair. Literally, I get one week and I'm like that bitch. The rest of the on month. On one, on one. The rest of the month I'm like just surviving. Like literally yeah, just, just trying surviving. to survive in this fucking world oh my gosh okay I this was like so fun I literally want to have you back on a million times and keep you updated on my dating endeavors yes um thank you so much this was such a good episode I feel like people are gonna absolutely love it um I love your vlogs I love you I've been watching you for fucking years and if I ever come to New York oh wait you're in Jersey right I was gonna say if I ever come to New York I'm hitting you up New York okay cool and you're in Miami I'm in Miami, yeah. So hit me up if you ever hear. For sure. We'll get we'll, we'll get drunk it. in New York one day. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so 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 much again. This was so Thank fun. Thank you for having and me. This was so much fun. Of course, and I can't wait for this to go live. So excited. Oh, 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.